Hare Krishna, we're continuing to read teachings of Lord Chaitanya by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. We're continuing to read chapter number 7, Unlimited Forms of Godhead. There are six kinds of incarnations. The Purusha avatars, the Lila avatars, the Guna avatars, the Manvantara avatars, the Yuga avatars, and the Shaktyavesha avatars. Out of the six Vilasa manifestations of Krishna, there are two divisions based on his age, and these are called Balya and Pauganda. As the son of Nanda Maharaja, Krishna in his original form enjoys both of these childhood aspects, namely Balya and Pauganda. We can conclude that there is no end to the expansions and incarnations of Krishna. Lord Chaitanya described some of them to Sanatana just to give him an idea of how the Lord expands and how he enjoys. These conclusions are confirmed in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.3.26. There it is said that there is no limit to the incarnations of the Supreme Lord, just as there is no limit to the waves of the ocean. Krishna first incarnates as the three Purusha avatars, namely the Mahavishnu or Karanadakashaya Vishnu, Karanadakashaya avatara, the Garbhatakashaya avatara and the Kshirodakashaya avatara. This is confirmed in the Sattvata Tantra. Krishna's energies can also be divided into three his energy of thinking, his energy of feeling, and his energy of acting. When he exhibits his thinking energy, he is the Supreme Lord. When he exhibits his feeling energy, he is Lord Vasudeva. And when he exhibits his acting energy, he is Sankarsana Balaram. Wow, this is interesting. Without the Lord's thinking, feeling, and acting, there would be no possibility of creation. Although there is no creation in the spiritual world as there is in the material world, both worlds are manifestations of Krishna's energy of acting which he carries out in the form of Sankarsana Balaram. The spiritual world, the Vaikuntha planets and Krishna Loka, is situated in Krishna's energy of, of thinking. Hmm. Although there is no creation in the spiritual world, which is eternal, it is still to be understood that the spiritual planets depend on the thinking energy of the Supreme Lord. 
this thinking energy is described in the Brahma Samhita 5.2, where it is said, quote, The supreme abode, known as Galoka, is manifested like a lotus flower with hundreds of petals. Everything there is manifested by Ananta, who is a form of Balaram or Sankarsana. Unquote. The material cosmic manifestation and its different universes are manifested through Maya or the material energy. But one should not think that the material energy or material nature is the cause of this cosmic manifestation. Rather, it is caused by the Supreme Lord who uses his different expansions to act, act through material nature. In other words, there is no possibility of any creation without the superintendence of the Supreme Lord. <laughs> Sometimes we believe that there is absolutely no superintendence of anybody, not even not material energy, like what to speak of the Supreme Lord, but there is superintendence of uh, material nature, like basically it's acts, everything acts through material nature by different expansions and ultimately with the superintendence of the Supreme Lord. Hare Krishna. The form of the Lord who causes the energy of material nature to bring about creation is Sankarsana. And it is understood that this cosmic manifestation is created when the material nature comes in contact with the superintendent energy of the Supreme Lord, Sankarsana. The example is given of iron becoming hot in contact with fire and when red hot acting just like fire. Um, there are morning walk conversations with Dr. Patel and Srila Prabhupada. I remember my, my husband would play it for me like in the audio. Like there, there was an episode where Srila Prabhupada was saying that um, he was explaining this analogy and he was like, like if, if an iron is in fire, it acts like fire, it's hot. Like and he was speaking with such conviction. Just, I just reminded, it was reminded to me when I was reading. Mm. So, iron becoming hot in contact with fire, red hot, acting just like fire. This is the example of material nature coming in contact with the superintendent energy of the Supreme Lord, Sankarsana. In Srimad Bhagavatam 10.46.31, it is said that Balaram and Krishna are the origin of all living entities and that these two personalities enter into everything. A list of incarnations is given in Srimad Bhagavatam 1.3 and they are as follows. The Kumaras 
Narada, Varaha, Matsya, Yagya, Naranarayana, Kardami Kapila, Data Treya, Haya Shirsha, Hamsa, Druva Priya or Prishnigarba, Rishabha, Prithu, Drisimha, Kurma, Dhanvantari, Mohini, Vamana, Bhargava, Parashurama, Raghavendra, Vyasa, Pralambari, Balaram, Krishna, Buddha and Kalki. Altogether that's 25. I'm omitting the numericals. Because almost all of these 25 Lila avatars appear in one day of Brahma, which is called a Kalpa, they are sometimes called Kalpa avatars. Out of these incarnations, Hamsa and Mohini are not permanent, but Kapila, Dattatreya, Rishabha, Dhanvantari and Vyasa are five eternal forms and they are more celebrated. Kurma, the tortoise incarnation, Matsya, the fish, Naranarayana, Varaha, the boar, Hayashirsha, Prishnigarbha, and Balaram are considered incarnations of Vaibhava. Similarly, there are three Guna avatars or incarnations of the qualitative modes of nature. And these are Brahma, Vishnu and Shiva. There are 14 Manvantara avatars. Yagya, Vibhu, Satyasena, Hari, Vaikuntha, Ajita, Vamana, Sarvabhauma, Rishabha, Vishvaksena, Dharma Setu, Sudhama, Yogeshvara, and Brihad Bhano. Out of these 14 Manvantara avatars, Yagya and Vamana are also Lila avatars. The Manvantara avatars are also known as Vaibhava avatars. The four Yuga avatars are also described in Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Satya Yuga, the incarnation of God is white. In the Treta Yuga, he is red. In the Dvapara Yuga, he is blackish. And in the Kali Yuga, he is also blackish, but sometimes in a special Kali Yuga, his color is yellowish as in the case of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. As far as the Shaktyavesha avatars are concerned, they include Kapila, Rishabha, Ananta, Brahma, although sometimes the Lord himself becomes Brahma, Chatushana, the Kumaras, who are the incarnations of knowledge, Narada, the incarnation of devotional service, King Prithu, the incarnation of administrative power, and Parashurama, the incarnation who subdues evil principles. Jai Jai Jai!
King Prithu. I always considered he's the incarnation of administrative power, like he was the Kshatriya, right? I always consider his story to be incredibly, 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 um, like, unpopular, you can say, or un uncommonly discussed. And I was wondering why. Why would it be so? He has done so much <laughs> for this earth. He was like there was this whole ceremony where all the demigods were gifting him so many interesting gifts and uh, his wife like the way he left this world like i was reading it my hair were like just i was aghast like when he was leaving this world he he left and then his wife she she had put him on the fire collected the wood lighted the fire and joined him herself like Hare krishna she went after him and uh, in one of the poor parts to um, like glories of King Prithu, Shla Prabhupada also says that uh, the king is supposed to be like a lion, he's supposed to be like, you know, thieves and like the um, disturbing elements in the society are supposed to be afraid of the king and it's very unfortunate if a woman is in charge of the administrative power like he was just saying it in the purport of Srimad Bhagavatam it's there and uh, maybe I don't know I will not speculate but uh, I really like this um, presentation of King Prithu and the entire story of King Prithu and finally Parashuram um, it's considered that the planet Venus is like the Dasha Avatara for Venus is Parashuram. And I was always wondering, like, I mean, it makes sense in one way and it doesn't make sense in another way in my um, uneducated mind. But here Prabhupada says that the incarnation who subdues evil principles and it makes sense because Venus is not considered to be super spiritual planet or you can say super uh, I mean it's in charge of certain things <laughs> and Parashurama he is the Dash avatar for that so he subdues evil principles because Hare Krishna okay I'm just saying this to remember myself basically and you happen to be there as the audience so, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. See, you read and then some realizations come, 
some something is remembered and then you can cherish it and then you can continue reading and this is Tushyantica Romantica you read, you discuss uh, I'll discuss these points with somebody else <laughs> somebody other than this microphone so, Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow Thank you.